Namo Buddhaya. Welcome to Monks in the Morning from Kalambo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. We're so glad you're joining us today. On this show, we'll hear answers to a couple of questions your friends from Dhamma School have asked. We'll also hear a new segment where we can learn about the 32 marks that all Supreme Buddhas have. I think you may have heard about these before. There's the very famous story of when the Bodhisattva baby was taken by his parents to the Brahmins to predict his future. When the Brahmins looked at him, they could see these signs on his body that showed that he would either become a ruler of the entire world or a Samma Sambuddha. So, for each of these marks that we learn, we want to pay close attention to three different things. First, what was the action that the Bodhisattva did in the past? Second, what was the mark on his body that came as a result of that action? And finally, what was the special ability or quality that the Supreme Buddha had in his life as a result of that mark? Now, I bet you remember how the Supreme Buddha's cousin, Devadatta, tried to kill the Buddha. But he wasn't successful, was he? Well, when we learn this first mark, we'll understand why. It was because of the Supreme Buddha's good karma done in his previous lives. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse. Buddhang saranang gachami. Dhammang saranang gacchami Sanghang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gacchami Dhatiyampi buddhang saranang gacchami Dhatiyampi dhammang saranang gacchami Dhatiyampi sanghang saranang Gachami Sadhu 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 Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings 
I observe the precept of abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem I observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 the 32 marks of our great buddha in his previous lives as the bodhisattva Our teacher, the Supreme Buddha, practiced good conduct by body, speech, and mind. He practiced giving, observing precepts and the apostles. He respected mother and father, ascetics and brahmins, and honored the elders of the family. As a result of that karma, In his last life he has this mark of a great man he has well planted feet he places his foot on the ground evenly raises it evenly and touches the ground evenly with the whole sole of his foot this is the sign of our blessed and because of possessing this great sign he can't be stopped by any foe or enemy whether internal or external nor by greed hatred or delusion nor by any ascetic or brahmin or god or mara or brahma or by anyone in the world
Dear Bhante, how should I think if I had to offer dana only to one monk? This is a really good question because it shows that you have a little bit of an understanding, maybe a lot of understanding, about this process of giving. So many people, when they think about giving, they think about the object that they're going to be giving to someone, they think about the person that they're going to be giving to, and these are both very important things to think about. But there is this other factor. So when we're doing something with our body, usually there's something going on in the mind at the same time, isn't there? So whenever we give a gift to someone, not only are we physically doing something with our hands, but there's also something going on in our minds. So when we are giving something to someone, maybe we're thinking about that person. We could be thinking bad thoughts about that person, or we could be thinking good thoughts about that person. We could be thinking how that person doesn't deserve our gift, how this person that we're giving to is a very low person, and that we're better than that person, right? Those are negative things that we could be thinking about while we're giving a gift. On the other side, we could be thinking about that person's welfare. We can be thinking about how this person needs our help. We can be thinking about how happy we are that this person gets some relief through our gift. So, you see, when we're doing something with our body, usually there's also something happening in our mind. So maybe some of you have come to the monastery before on a special occasion where uh, maybe it was opening up a, a new vihara or maybe it was a katina ceremony or a vesak ceremony and there were 10, 15, maybe 20 monks. Maybe if you've gone to Pogahuela uh, when the monks have their regular meeting and you've had the chance to give to 600, 700 monks. Right? So when we give to so many monks, it's very easy to feel excited and happy about that gift, isn't it? And when we think about giving in that way, when we're faced with offering dana to just one monk, it's easy to see how someone could be disappointed and think, ah, I'm only getting to give to one monk. Now, this is not the way the Supreme Buddha taught us to think. Now, let's just think from an ordinary level. So we're giving dana to one monk or one nun. Now, let's say we don't give that dana. Is that one monk or one nun going to suffer because they don't get dana? Of course, they'll be hungry. Will they be able to practice very easily? No, they won't. So when we think just on the ordinary level, about giving a gift to someone, right? When we offer dana even to one person, we know that at the very least that one person is going to feel a relief from suffering. Then when we start to think about what the Supreme Buddha taught us, we understand that when it comes to merit, still giving just to one person collects a lot of merit. Right? Remember the Supreme Buddha taught that even if we just give to an animal, that merit comes back to us a hundred times. So, what to think about giving a gift to 
a member of the, the Sangha. Now, there's another way that we can train our minds to think. And this is something that the Bhantes will ask you to do every time you offer a dana, whether it's to a group of two or three monks or to a group of 300 monks. And that is to remember the gift as a gift to the entire Sangha, the Maha Sangha, the Sangha of the past, present, and future. Because when we do that, then we're also dedicating that gift to the great Arahants that lived in the past. These Arahants with immeasurable qualities, like the Arahant Sariputta, Mahamukkalana, Ananda, Mahakashapa, Angulimala, all of these Arahants of the past. So, when we're giving a gift to a single monk or a single nun, we can not only think about just how helpful this is to them personally, but we can also think, let me give this as a gift to the whole Sangha. Even though the whole Sangha isn't here in front of me right now, if there were other members of the Sangha here, I would give to them equally. So these are some things that we can think about when we're giving a gift to an individual monk. Dear Bhante, what are the benefits of loving-kindness meditation? It's good to think about the benefits of different kinds of meditation, and the Supreme Buddha explained that different meditations have different benefits. So, once the Supreme Buddha explained 11 different benefits that come to the person who practices loving-kindness. So, the person that practices metta bhavana, they sleep well. They can sleep peacefully. Not only that, but they can also wake up peacefully. And while they're sleeping, they don't have any bad dreams. So these are very good benefits of loving kindness, aren't they? Then the Supreme Buddha said that uh, non-human beings love a person who practices loving kindness. And not only that, but the gods will protect someone who practices loving kindness. Now, normally, the gods don't like to associate with humans because to them, humans are like stinky animals, right? Think about these dogs that you see walking around on the streets, right? They're smelly and have all kinds of diseases. So the same way we look at those animals, that's how gods usually look at human beings. But when a human being practices loving-kindness, then the gods like that kind of a person, and they want to protect that person. The Supreme Buddha said, as well, someone who practices loving-kindness, fire, poison, and weapons can't hurt them. The Supreme Buddha said that when you practice loving-kindness, you can concentrate your mind very quickly. Now, this is a benefit that maybe you've even seen for yourself, that when you practice Maitri Bhavana, that your mind becomes calm very quickly. And the more you practice it, the easier it is for the mind to become calm. The Supreme Buddha said that our face looks very calm and peaceful when we practice loving-kindness. So next time you're practicing with other people, you can look around afterwards and see, uh, do people's faces look calm and peaceful, or do they look kind of agitated and unhappy? So that's something that you can look at for yourself. The Supreme Buddha said that someone who 
practices loving-kindness, when the end of their life comes and they're about to die, their mind is very peaceful and they're not confused when they die. And the Supreme Buddha said that even after this life, loving-kindness meditation can protect us. And if we practice it well, it can lead us to be reborn in the Brahma realms, in these very peaceful, very subtle, uh, heavenly realms. So these are just 11 of the benefits that we get from practicing loving-kindness. Now, you should also look in your own life and see the benefits that you can see for yourself. Right? Do you get less angry when you practice loving-kindness? When someone says something mean to you, are you able to think, okay, let me not get angry at that person? Normally, people never think that. When someone does something bad to them, they want to get even, or they want to hurt that person. But pay attention to see if that habit reduces little by little when you practice loving-kindness. Paritta chanting, Karaniya Metta Sutta, the Discourse on Loving-Kindness. Turn to page 24 in your chanting book. If you don't have a copy of the Mahamehunawa chanting book, you can click on the show notes link to download a copy of this sutta or read along online. Earlier, we learned about the benefits of practicing loving-kindness. Now, as we chant this sutta, we can remember how the Supreme Buddha wanted us to think when we develop thoughts of loving-kindness in our minds. Now, as we chant, we can remember that this training in metta is not just some simple, ordinary thing. It's an action that can give us many benefits in this life and future lives as well. Most kids like you never get the chance to learn about this or even chant the sutta one time in their lives. But now you have this opportunity to know the benefits and how to practice well. Today, we'll chant the sutta in Pali and English. Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Karaniya matta kusalena Yantang santang padang abhisamicca Sakko ujucca sujucca Suvacho chasa mudu anatimani One skilled in good Wishing to attain that state of peace Nibbana should act thus He should be clever, upright, exceedingly upright Obedient, gentle and humble 
शांतुषकोच सुभरोच आपकीचोच सालहुकवृत्ति शांतिन्द्रियोच निपकोच आपगाबो कुलेशुअनुगिदो ही शुड बी कंटेंट इस सपोर्ट विथ फ्यू ड्यूटीज Living lightly, controlled in senses, discerning, courteous and non-attached to families. Nachakudang samachare kinchi, yena vinyo pare upavadeyung. Sukhino vake mino hantu Sabbe satta bhavantu sukhitatta One should not do any slight wrong Which the wise might censure May all beings be happy and secure May all beings have happy minds. Ye ke chipan bhutati tasava tavarava anavasesa digavaye mahantava majjimarasakanukatula Whatever living beings there may be, without exception, timid or fearless, long or large, medium short, subtle or gross, ditta vayeva additta, ये चदूरे वसंतिया विदूरे बूतावासंभवेशीवा सबे सत्ता बावंतु सुकितता विसिबलो इनविसिबल लिविंग नियर ओफा बोन ओ कमिंग टू बर्थ May all beings have happy minds. Naparo parang nikubeta Jnati manyeta katta chinang kanchi Bhyaro sana patigha sanya Jnanya manyasa dukha michaya let no one deceive another, no despise anyone anywhere, neither from anger nor ill will. Should anyone wish harm to another, Evam pisabh bhutesu manasang bhavaye aparimanam As a mother would risk her own life 
to protect her only child even so towards all living beings one should cultivate boundless loving kindness metancha sabbalokasmin manasang bhavaye aparimanang ಉದ್ದಂಗಿಯಂಚಸಂಬಾದಂಗೇರಂಗಸಪತ್ತಂಗ್ಚುಡ್ಕಲ್ಟಿವೇಟ್ಫೋಲ್ದವಲ್
Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya.